0: What's the latest on restrictions for blood donation from gay and bisexual men? Find out about this and more in today's PB Roundup podcast. Want to be featured on the podcast? Tell us the story of how you chose your career path to medicine. I've been asking this question to our guests in the Specialist Spotlight series, and folks really seem to enjoy hearing how others got their start. So now it's your turn, and we want to hear from you. Tell us your story in up to four minutes and include your name, degree, specialty, practice setting and location and your journey to medicine story. You can submit an audio recording of your story or send it to us in a text format and we'll read it for you. Email us at editorial at pvroundup.com for the chance to have your story heard on a future episode. I'm your host, Senior VP Medical Director, Dr. Tim Wright coming to you once again from the Pioneer Valley in Western Massachusetts. Here are today's stories. The U.S. FDA has announced it is proposing a change from time-based deferrals to assessing blood donor eligibility using gender-inclusive, individual, risk-based questions to reduce the risk of transfusion-transmitted HIV. These draft guidelines would do away with the current three-month abstinence required for donations from men who have sex with men. Instead, Potential donors would be screened with a questionnaire that evaluates their individual risks for HIV based on sexual behavior, recent partners, and other factors. The FDA sets requirements and procedures for blood banks throughout the United States. All potential donors answer questions about their sexual history, drug use, and any recent tattoos or piercing, among other factors that can contribute to the spread of blood-borne infections. Donated blood is then tested for HIV, Hep C, syphilis, and other infectious diseases. The FDA based its latest proposal on a recent study of 1,600 gay and bisexual men called the Advance study, which stands for Assessing Donor Variability and New Concepts in Eligibility. The FDA-funded research compared the effectiveness of a detailed personalized questionnaire on sexual behavior to the current time-based abstinence rules. Under the new questionnaire, men who have sex with men will be asked about new or multiple partners in the last three months. The policy would also apply to women who have had sex with gay or bisexual men. This policy mirrors those used in Canada and the UK. If finalized, the shift would be the latest move by the FDA to broaden donor eligibility with the potential to boost the US blood supply. Next, we learn lung inflammation is greater with e-cigarette use versus regular smoking. In a first-of-its-kind study using PET scans to compare lung inflammation between smokers of e-cigarettes and regular cigarettes, e-cigarette users showed greater pulmonary inflammation compared with cigarette smokers. The preliminary study, which used PET scans and a novel radio tracer, showed that five e-cigarette smokers had significantly greater oxidative stress and inflammation in the lungs than the five cigarette smokers or never smoker vapor controls. And finally, we learned from the annals of family medicine that rising costs of insulin have created problems in diabetes management. Close to half of the patients with type 2 diabetes experience barriers to optimal insulin therapy related to cost. This according to a survey snapshot of clinics in Northeast Tennessee. Among 90 patients in a private primary care setting, 83% were diagnosed with type 2 diabetes and just 44% of respondents reported cost-related suboptimal insulin therapy. With those reporting underuse of insulin being approximately nine times more likely to have challenges in purchasing diabetic supplies. However, most discussed the challenges with their prescriber and had an increased chance of changing their insulin. And that's today's Medical Roundup. Thank you for joining us for this episode of PV Roundup Podcast. For more stories like these, visit us at pvroundup.com to subscribe to our weekly newsletters. Thoughts, comments, or suggestions? Please leave us a review on your preferred listening platform or email us at editorial at pvroundup.com. Subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, or Google. You can also download our Amazon Alexa flash briefing, medical news roundup, and just ask, what's my flash briefing? Thanks today to Norm Dion for production assistance. Join me next time for an episode where we cover the latest stories in the world of medicine.